Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Girl with Love podcast. This is Indriana. It has been a while, it feels like it's been a while since I recorded my first episode. It has been uh, a big few weeks for me um, after releasing the first episode of my podcast, releasing the first art video Uh, I feel like I've spoken to so many of you over the past few weeks and it has brought me so much joy, so much fulfillment. Uh, Thank you so much for messaging me, letting me know what you thought about the podcast. It really means so much to me. I can't wait to continue on this journey with you. So this week, I would like to tell you about what happened right after I released my podcast trailer last month. As some of you may know, for the past four months, I have been struggling with my most recent bout of anxiety. It manifests in the form of a doom spiral, if you will. It's like a black hole of endless false narratives about who I am and what life is. Some examples of these false narratives would be I am lazy, I am mediocre, I never get things right, I will fail, people will laugh, and these are seemingly harmless, but I think they're actually quite insidious. And there are thoughts that are darker and more full of despair. I am a bad mother and I don't deserve to be one. Uh, Life is... An endless cycle of suffering and everything is meaningless. My doom spiral also contains worst case scenarios happening. And a part of me believes that if I think it, then it will happen. So these are the thoughts that cause me distress. After Like a few days after I released the podcast trailer, I was just sitting in my living room on my laptop with the TV on. And I realized, eh, the thoughts aren't there anymore. I was awestruck. It really felt like nothing short of a miracle. And I thought, okay, how did I get here? How did this happen? How did it go away? Is it suddenly I'm healed? You know, that's what it felt like. Yeah, so I felt like I came to this moment. There was this moment now that, okay... I feel like I am the healthiest, happiest, most relaxed I've been in a while. So, you know, let's look at all the things that could have possibly got me here. Let me bring you back to two days before the release of the podcast trailer. Um, I had already done the recording for my first episode and I was still editing it. And then uh, my sister gave me feedback saying that I should have a trailer and I was very close to finishing it. So I got a lot of things done, basically. It was Friday afternoon and I decided because I had done so much work already and I haven't really spent any time with Abbas, I decided that I wanted to take him to the beach. I took him to Pasiris Park. It was our first time there together and... I was really surprised that it was so quiet. We found a spot on the sand, Abbas and me, 
and it was low tide around us. There was only like one pachi who was fishing. And on the other side of us, there was um, a family. It was like this dad, this young dad with his three kids and I think his friend. He and his friend were fishing and he was also teaching one of his very young daughter fishing while his other two kids were playing in the tide pools. Abbas was playing in the sand and talking about this dead crab uh, that he found. And he he kept commenting about what a beautiful day it was. He kept saying, Mama, what a beautiful day, Mama. And truly it was. You know, it, was, it wasn't sunny at all. It was cloudy. It was breezy. And I was just lying on the sand while Abbas was playing. And I remember thinking... Wow, this is the most relaxed I have ever been in so long. Going out with Abbas was just one of the things that I've always done ever since he was a baby. Because of um, the semi-lockdown, I didn't really go out with him. And I realized that that was so important to me. Not just one-on-one time with Abbas, but time where I can really just focus on being there with him. That moment at the beach was possible um, because I had already finished doing all the me things that I needed to do. I had already worked on the podcasting and so for that moment I was really able to be present with Abbas. So there were other things that I found. Um, new habits and activities that I felt really brought me to this moment of peace. I had been walking regularly and walking just encapsulates so many joyous things for me. Like I was moving, I was um, spending a lot of time with people I love, people who inspire me, people who who makes space for me, people who love me. I was up by Subo and I would usually stay up. Um, like I wouldn't go back to sleep because I would walk, I would I would solat and then I would walk and then I would just get home and do my morning routine, you know. And at some point I realized that there's something that happens in the pre-dawn hours that always feels like a gift. I've never been able to uh, make sense of it, but, you know, that's just how it makes me feel. So I kept at it for a while. And then besides walking, I also was working out. I had been working out. So I was the most physically active I have probably been in my entire life. And then on top of that, um, I also wanted to sleep early because I wanted to wake up early. I realized these habits just sort of supported and complemented one another. Um, And there was a part of my anxiety that I think pushed me towards um, taking action into pursuing my goals. So it came in this form, okay? Like I was so scared and anxious during like after the whole heightened alert thing and that pushed me to think, like, wala, what if you die tomorrow, yeah? And, you know, the Indriana 12 years ago, who was so afraid to die, who was so paranoid about death, would not have taken this thought 
very well. But, you know, 2021 Indiana was like, ah, then better hurry up lah. Go and do everything you want to do, you know? So that moved me towards finally doing what I needed to get the podcast out. So that was one other thing that was different about this period of time. I was really actively trying to do all the things that my heart was telling me to do. I was also seeing Linda regularly. I think I just accepted like, oh, so regular therapy is what I need to survive and thrive? Okay. Um, I think it's just been so stigmatized, right? Like, if you're a person who needs regular therapy, what kind of person are you? But, you know, I have come to accept that that's just a form of help that I need. And I kind of have to just ignore what people say about it or what I think people say about it, you know. And the last thing was that I had been sharing actively on Instagram. Like I was sharing everything, even even the process about getting the podcast out, you know. I don't know if I've spoken about this, but sharing has always been something that I that I was moved to do, like ever since I was very, very young. I designed my own blog, I think when I was 16, with like HTML. I have always been writing, but, you know, with social media and as I grew up, I think I shamed myself for wanting to share. Like, why must share? You know, why must tell people? But really, it's really just like, I just want to tell you my story, you know? There has been so many false narratives that I adopted just to distract myself or to force myself to not do what it is that I know I'm supposed to do because I'm scared. You know, like I remember telling myself two years ago, um, hey, Nana, you are an introvert. Lah. I don't know if you're into MBTI, but I'm an ENFP. And for a time... Uh, I was getting a lot of like hate on Instagram from like strangers and friends alike um, when I started loving BTS and was really expressive about that love. And it made me really retreat into my shell. And I managed to convince myself that I was an introvert, that, you know, I don't need, I don't need to share with people anymore. And, um, and I even got off Instagram, I even deactivated my Instagram account because I was just like, no, I don't want, I don't want to deal anymore with what people have to say, you know, um, or getting my feelings hurt. And I was so miserable. And I didn't even know that I was miserable because I wasn't sharing with people how I felt about anything, you know. So I think... I think we are really good at protecting ourselves from from getting hurt. I think it makes sense. Of course, I don't want to feel hurt, right? But what I should have been teaching myself instead was how do I stay myself? How do I stay true to myself um, and care less what other people have to say? So I allowed myself to do it. I really wanted to share um, whatever was happening on my Instagram and my, on my Insta stories, you know. So yeah, and when I looked at all of these things, oh, is this is this the structure that I need um, for my life? 
you know, is this the foundation that allows me to live the kind of life that is healthy? When I look back at my list, I discovered that my foundation is made up of daily actions that debunk all of my false narratives. Exercise, walking every day, seeing my therapist, spending time with my friends, time with Abbas, doing all the work necessary to get my podcast out. You know, these things showed me that, you know, I am not lazy, I am not mediocre, I am proactive, and I take responsibility for my own healing. I may fail, but despite that fact, I'm still pursuing my goals. People may laugh, but I am surrounded by those who love me and support me and want the best for me. I am a good mother. And even though life can get really, really hard, I am still able to find and create joy. It made me wonder, you know, like, is the source of anxiety a denial of our own existence? Like, could it be that our soul knows exactly what it is that God created us to do? And when we don't move to acknowledge, to fulfill that, uh, who we are, what our purpose is, then we just break down, you know? I remember asking God, like, hey, God, why? <laughs> you know, <gasps> why this? Why now? And in retrospect, it could have been more productive and more useful for me to turn inward and instead ask, in what ways have I neglected myself and my needs to the point where my mind is in disarray? Every time... My anxiety comes back. It's the universe telling me, hey, you need to stop moving forward. You can't move forward because your foundations are so shaky. You have not done enough to fix what needs to be healed. To heal what needs to be mended. So, I finally had another session with Linda. Um... And that was last week. And, you know, she was like, oh, it's been almost a month. Um, how have you been? And I told her everything that I've just told you. So I said, you know, Linda, like suddenly, suddenly I was healed. <laughs> suddenly I didn't have these thoughts anymore. And then she said, Indriana, it's not sudden. You've been working so hard. I was like, yeah, you know, I have. I have been working really hard. It made me think of what I've been praying for myself for the past two years. So I think a couple of years ago, I watched this FESTA video, um, BTS FESTA 2018. Uh, and Young, he is also ENFP. And I often find uh, a mirror in him. So... The question that Sugar asked him was, I think it was Sugar, uh, how would you score yourself based on how you are doing now? And they said 10. <laughs> and everybody was like, what? What do you mean 10? Like, that's so low, whatever. And then he just said like, 
you know, because I really want to be better. I want to do better. He wants to be the kind of person who can find his own solutions to things. Like he says, I want to be the kind of person who can find solutions on my own. Even if it's for really, really small things. That's what I want for myself. I want to be somebody who can rely on herself to find the answers that she needs. You know? So fast forward to now, at a point where I thought that maybe God would not heal me or save me, actually what he was doing was answering my prayer and giving me the opportunity to become this person that I wanted to be. So as you can see, I have been thinking about a lot of things. Um, what are my false narratives? What is my true narrative? Um, and how can I allow for that to really exist? How can I make space for that in my life so that I give myself the best chance to stay healthy? Um, I think that is my primary goal from now. So yeah, um, on to this week's art and writing practice. We are going to be doing an energy flow um, artwork. I did this illustration of my energy flow when Abbas was still a baby. It allowed me to see what parts of my life drain me. And it also allowed me to see what activities, what parts of my routine help replenish my energy and make me happy and contribute to my well-being. So I feel like doing this artwork will allow us to discover the foundation that we need in order to be the best version of ourselves and what we need to do to make sure that they remain strong. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing this week's practice with you. Uh, it will be released at the same time this podcast is released. So it will be on my IGTV and I will also be uploading it onto YouTube. And once you have done the artwork with me, you can post it up on Instagram, hashtag girlwithloveart. Or you can also send me the pictures and I will post them on my feed and on my Insta stories. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye!